Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 174 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, man. And as you can see by the title and the description, man, it's that time of the year. It's a, it's a great time, and I'm excited to jump right into this thing, man. So I, I'm not even going to waste any more time. I'm going to introduce my guests, and we're going to get right into it. So uh, back for, uh, I guess, like the fifth or sixth straight time, man. I want to uh, introduce my guy, Bink, man. Bink, what's going on, bro? Uh, Nothing much. Just happy to be here. Happy the NFL season's about to kick in the high gear. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's been a minute. I actually was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, I don't know when the last time this dude been on here. But I got to welcome back my guy, man, the co-producer, man. Uh, this is my brother, man. I say this all the time. But uh, without him, man, carrying the pie wouldn't be a thing. Uh, So, man, we we 174 episodes in. And this guy's been with me the whole the whole ride, man. So, B. Jones, man, what it do, man? I'm happy to have you back, man. Uh, this is what our fourth straight year doing the season preview, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm happy to be back. Uh, NFL season right around the corner, so I'm just ready to get into it. Yes, sir, man. So, first of all, real quick, man, how y'all doing, man? Real quick, man. So it's Labor Day weekend. How how y'all doing? Real fast, real fast. I'm good. good. Yeah, I'm good. I can't complain. Everything's All right, good. man. Let's, let's jump right into it, bro. We're going to start with the AFC, man. And mm-hmm. we, we're we going to go, we're not going to necessarily go team by team, but we are going to continue to go in our chronological order, which is north, south, east, and west. So we're going to talk about the AFC North. I'll start, obviously, that's the division with the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bengals. Guys, what do you guys think about this division? Um, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to have a consensus on the top two teams that we think are going to be legit threats in this division. But talk to me real quick. Bank B. Jones, whoever wants to start, man. Uh, what's your impressions? What do you guys think? I'll give it to uh, Bank. Nah, all me. right, I'll start. Um, fourth place, I have the Bengals. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Um, the team, I like their secondary, but this team didn't really get that much better over the offseason. Um, going into third, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a team that's held off towards the end of last year, and I kind of see their regression coming more so. They lost two very big parts of the, the cornerback room is Steven Nelson and Mike Hilton this offseason. Coming in second place, I have the Cleveland Browns just because they have a lot of new pieces on defense. It's like seven to eight starters coming back, even from injury or just being new, and I don't think that could click right away. So coming in first, I have the Baltimore Ravens. The team with the most continuity. I like that. B. Jones, well, what's your thoughts, man? Yeah, I got it. I got it exactly the same. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they've got some talent, but they're a young team, so I don't think they'll be able to really make some serious noise. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Big Ben came back, so their ceiling is pretty much the same as last year, which would be probably like at the at the most the second round exit in the playoffs. I don't see them doing anything more than that. Um, they kind of fell off last year because the health of their defense. Defense should be healthy this year, so maybe they'll do a little bit better. But, I mean, Big Ben, I don't really think they'll really make any serious noise with him at the quarterback position. Um, Cleveland Browns, I Raven, in terms of one and two, it could, either, it could go either way, really, with the Ravens or the Browns. It just depends on how um, the health on either team, really. Um, I mean, Ravens have already lost a significant piece of their offense with J.K. Dobbins. I still think they have enough to win the division, but a few more injuries, especially at the wide receiver position, 
could kind of put them behind the eight ball. But I can see either the Browns or the Ravens uh, closing out at the top of this division. I do think uh, the Browns and the Ravens will be in the playoff, though. For sure, yeah. I definitely see both of those teams making the playoffs uh, once again. Um, last year we had we had three teams make the playoffs from this division, but yeah. I don't think I don't see the Steelers making it. And when they did make the playoffs last year, they were just they basically they kind of backpedaled their way into the playoffs. We saw yeah. them get exposed. Uh, like mm-hmm. we even saw like the Cowboys exposing them, and they were on a backup quarterback. Then we yeah. ultimately saw you know Washington football team beat them and take them down. They if if they would have started if they would have had that stretch. Uh, that poor stretch that they ended the season with last year a couple of weeks sooner i don't even know if they would have made the playoffs but uh, like you guys mentioned man uh what bink did you know they, they lost some pieces on defense and they also lost bud dupree uh, who we're going to talk about when we get into the titans as well but i just don't really see i i like you guys said i don't really see any success for the steelers obviously mike tomlin has never gone under 500 but it's only so much that he can do that that team has that team ceiling is it's what it is man they have limited upside on the offense and when you're in a conference with teams such as the chiefs even the buffalo bills you know it's like you have to score points to win games and i don't really see them scoring if the chiefs score 30 i don't really see them getting into a shootout with the chiefs with ben roethlisberger at the quarterback position it's a piggyback off that quick thought We've also seen the teams in the AFC, they've gone younger at the quarterback position. Exactly. All of the teams have a young QB. Like, I know Ryan Tannehill isn't the youngest, but he's way younger than Big Ben. So yeah. all the teams have decided to go in a different direction uh, with that quarterback position. Uh, I think I think what, what, what Bink said is interesting, and me and him kind of been talking about this on and off off the grounds. They've... Acquired a lot of new pieces, got pieces coming back. Even on offense, they got Odell coming back. Uh, I think that stuff is going to take a minute to click. But man, like you guys said, man, I think Ravens and Browns both be in the playoffs. So I don't want to talk anybody else's heads off, man. But I think they'll both be in the playoffs. Steelers, I don't see it. I, I can't see it. I can't see it. I know they drafted you know, Najee Harris, a shiny new toy, but. You don't even got an offensive line for him. Yeah, it's just, it's just something cute, I guess. I don't know, man. Let's get into the North South. So AFC South. Don't even mm-hmm. spend too much time on this division at all. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start. Um, the Titans are winning this thing, and it's not even that close. Um, I know a lot of people are high on the Colts, but this is a team that I thought I thought overachieved a little bit last year uh, with Phillip Rivers at the helm. Uh, they made the playoffs. It was a great story. It was nice. I do like Frank Wright, but. This Carson Wentz thing, I'm just not, just not seeing it, man. Carson Wentz, we all saw how great he was. We, I feel like I talk every year. I say this about Carson Wentz. We've seen, you know, Carson Wentz have an MVP caliber year, but that was so long ago. I just feel like the injuries have caught up with him, as well as, and when you get injured that much, it starts to affect your psyche. So it's a psychological thing, as well as a physical thing. And that cold schedule is just absolutely brutal. So I cannot picture them winning this division at all. Uh, their win total sits at eight and a half and nine in some sports books. So for my people listening, I've already bet the under on that number. I just don't see it. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't. I don't even know if the um, players like Urban Meyer. So and either way, it's going to have to take some time for him to get his own personnel in there. And just learn. It's going to be a, a big learning curve for him anyway. 
And Houston Texans, I have nothing to say about that team. Uh, so I'm going to let y'all get into it. I have nothing to say about the Texans. But Titans are winning this thing. That's all I got to say. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow up on that, actually. I think that Titans will win this division easily. I think that should be a guaranteed six wins. Um, maybe they might go five and one in the division if they get caught sleeping in one game. But I think... Mm-hmm. At the at the least, it's a guaranteed five to six wins for. Uh, they're the most complete team in that division by far. The Texans, they're they're going to be a joke this year. Um, the Colts, I don't think Carson Wentz plays more than ten games this season. Um, he's already injured. He's a questionable for Week One, and he's just a guy that gets a bunch of nagging injuries. So I don't, you know, I don't. And their backup quarterback, I think, was Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. Yeah, and Sam Ellinger is hurt already, so it's just like this team is already behind the eight balls. T.Y. Hilton hurt too. Yeah, they're they're Clint Nelson just got off the COVID list. (laughs) Yeah, it's just just not good for them. As far as the Jaguars, um, Urban Meyer, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll bring any particular glory to the Jaguars during his tenure there. And Trevor Lawrence, I'm not really a big fan of him. I think he's he'll have kind of a Matthew. Bro, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I don't even in college I was never really a big fan. I think he'll have like he's good. Yeah. But I don't think he's like a franchise changer. I think he'll have like a Matthews uh, Stafford type of career. Like he'll put up numbers, but it's not gonna really translate to translate, yeah. So that's real. So, but yeah, I think um, I think t- Titans won away with this division. Absolutely. Yeah, I have the same exact thing in the same exact order. The Texans, you lose your best offensive player and defensive player the year after you go four and twelve. This team is going to be horrible. Um, the Jaguars, I don't got nothing much to say about them. Urban Meyer could be a coach who's potentially fired after the season just because the players don't like him. Uh, the Colts, I have a third, a second in the division. And I don't think it's particularly close between them and the Titans. And for the Colts, especially on defense, they don't have that many guys. I mean, besides DeForest Buckner and maybe Kenny Moore, it's nobody really else that's that Darius good on this defense. Darius oh, Darius Leonard. I forgot about him. But, yeah, besides them three, it's nobody else that's really that good on the defense. And then I have the Titans in first place. I think they might be a sneaky Super Bowl team. If they could get hot going into the playoffs, nobody's stopping um, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown. Nobody's stopping that trio. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, let's go to the AFC East. Um, that is this. This is an interesting division. Um, considering what just took place with you know the whole Cam Newton situation last week. Uh, but this is division with the Patriots, the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, and the Miami Dolphins. Instant, instant division. I'm actually gonna uh, start this one off with B. Jones, man. I'm gonna let him have it. Okay. Yeah, I think the Buffalo Bills will win this division just because they're the most seasoned team. Um, Josh Allen has progressed every year, especially bringing in Stephon Diggs last year. That really helped out with that offense. I think uh, the defense will always be solid. Um, I think number... So I think I think the real battle in this division is for number two. I think the Dolphins and the Patriots will kind of be duking it out. Um, it just honestly, it depends... Whoever comes in second depends on the quarterback play for this. Which Alabama QB. Yeah. Uh, yep. Tua, you know, we saw he played very conservatively last year, kind of like an Alex Smith type of quarterback. And I think to make that leap, he'll have to, you know, play more aggressive. And maybe that'll help bring in the weapons like Jalen Waddle and uh, Will Fuller. I mean, he also brought in the OC. 
Yeah, so we'll see how that works out. Um, as far as the Patriots, um, I think they should be better than last year. I don't know what's going on with Stefan Gilmore. Uh, he's hurt and also has contract issues lingering in the air. So I don't know if he'll play this year. So we have to watch out for that. As far as the quarterback position, um, I think that if they wanted to go with Mac Jones day one, I think that they kind of had to, I think they were in a position where they kind of had to cut Cam Newton because if Mac Jones starts out slow, then it's going to be like, okay, put in Cam. And I thought if Cam started and he came in and he started out slow, it's going to be like, put in Mac. So whatever guy that they decided to go with, I feel like they kind of had to go all in. So I, I don't really, I'm not really mad at the decision to cut Cam Newton. And I thought if he started anyway, Mac Jones would take over at a certain point anyway. Um, and I think last place though will be the uh, New York Jets, just because they're just a team in flux and they've been in flux for a few years now. Um, I don't really know much about Zach Wilson. I have to see like how it goes, but I don't think that, I don't think he's like a Patrick Mahomes, like he'll turn around their franchise though have to build around him for a couple of more years. I don't think Patrick wants a, to turn around the Jets. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, the Jets are just <laughs> a bad organization. So we'll just have to see how that goes. Bank, uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, I have the Jets coming in last place. Um, I like what they're building, though, especially defensively. Although Carl Lawson, he's out for the year. Um, it's nothing much for me to say about the Jets. I think B. Jones put it perfectly. Um, but coming in third place, I have the Patriots. And this because of the Stephon Gilmore stuff. If he was playing the full season, I would have them over the Dolphins and I'll have the Patriots in the playoffs, but he'll be out for the first six weeks. And then we don't know what he's going to do with his contract. And it's just, it's too much up in the air for me about them. So coming in second, I have the Miami Dolphins and I have them making the playoffs. They barely missed out on it last year. I think with a new offensive coordinator, you bring in Will Fuller, you bring in Jalen Waddle. Obviously you have Xavier Howard on the defense. I also have Byron Jones on the defense. To, you got two really good corners there. And I think the offense... I wouldn't say I don't. I wouldn't say I think Tua could take a step up, but I just think he'll be better than he was last year, and I think that's what gives them the edge and get puts them in the playoffs over the Patriots. And coming in first, and I don't think it's particularly close. It's the Buffalo Bills. Um, this team is very, very good, and the one concern for me is their run defense. But they're getting um, Star Lutelele back, although he's not like that big of a difference maker. He'll eat up blocks, and I think he'll be good in the run game. That's a big dude. Uh, so for me. I'm kind of split on second place. That's hard, but I got the Bills coming in first uh, pretty much for the same exact reasons you guys. I don't really have to go too much in depth. I'm split on second place for a couple of reasons. We got these two, got these two QBs, two Alabama guys. It's really, I don't, I don't want to say it's going to come down to who played who, which one is better, but I, I feel like that's what it's going to come down to. And then also, if you guys remember last year, the Dolphins defense, they were like doing amazing stuff and, and scoring on defense and yeah. making all the turn. I don't know if that same stuff is going to happen again. Like they were like scooping fumbles and taking them back to the crib or getting interceptions and getting it deep into the red zone. Like, I don't know if that same type of stuff is just going to happen. Like, I don't I don't know, bro. I don't know. Uh, for um, the Patriots, that Stephon Gilmore thing is pretty concerning. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I'm i just really split because it's like, I don't want to count out Belichick, but but Brian Flores is a damn good disciple. He's looking like the best Belichick disciple, you know, of all of the ones, you know, McDaniels, Patricia. He's looking like the uh, Mike Vrabel's a disciple of him as well. But Brian Flores is looking pretty damn good, man. 
Um, so it's tough, bro. It's extremely tough. I, I I don't even know. I can't I can't make my mind up on it. So it's I'm gonna just say it's gonna come down to the better of Mac Jones and Tua. And then the Jets last place. Um I don't I'm not that high on Robert Sala anyways. Um I mean I know Mike LaFleur is gonna be running the offense, but yeah, I think they'll be competitive though. I think they'll be pretty competitive, but yeah, they'll be in last place for sure. Uh let's go to our last division, which is the AFC West. And that's the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Uh Bink, I'm gonna start this one off with you, bro. All right, so coming in last place, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, when I talk about the Raiders, it's no position group on their team where I'm like, oh, that's great, besides tight end with Darren Waller. Other than that, it's nothing on this team that's great. The defense is horrible. It might take a step up under Gus Bradley, but I'm not going to be inclined to think that. Coming in third place, and this is a team I wanted to be good, and it's the Denver Broncos. I've already stated how I don't like Drew Locke over Bridgewater and I don't think their defense is gonna I think their defense has potential to be one of the best in the NFL but there's also a lot of new pieces coming in and a lot of pieces coming back and I don't like that uncertainty with them and coming in second and making the playoffs and it's the Los Angeles Chargers and it's more about the teams around them being worse because I don't think this team is a playoff team just because the defense really scares me they're, if Derwin James gets hurt again, which he's tend to do in the past, this defense goes from an arguable top 15 defense to a bottom 10 defense. And the offense should be enough to close that gap, but we really don't know. I do trust Justin Herbert now, but we really don't know what the offense is going to be like. And coming in first place, and nobody surprises the Kansas City Chiefs. This team made back-to-back Super Bowls. I don't think I have to say much about them. B. Jones? Give me like a few minutes the fire alarm going off in my building. That's a bit of words. All right, so for me, uh, do I got the same order? I don't. See, the thing, I don't know why these teams do this with these QBs because it it sways my way of thinking. Like if the Broncos would have started Drew Locke, I might have had more faith in them. And it's crazy because Drew Locke is not that guy. He's not that type of dude, but it's like I'd rather have a, a risk taker than Teddy Bridgewater. You know what I'm Especially saying? Especially with that defense who could create havoc. Right. So first place, I'm gonna just say Chiefs. That's an easy cop out. Last place, Raiders. Um for all the exact reasons that Bink said, because the team is awful. And <laughs> I think John Gruner could be out of here after. I can see it. Whether it's gonna be he gets fired or they mutually agree to part ways because we got seven years left on a ten year deal though. It's just <laughs> but I just it just don't make any sense. Like I know Mike Mayock is his GM, but I feel like John Gruden has all the control over every personnel decision in that in that building. Picking Cleveland Farrell number four overall. Stuff like that just don't <laughs> it just don't add up, bro. I don't I don't know which direction. Like, I don't <laughs> like Mike Mayock came out and said our goal is to make the playoffs, but like how? <laughs> like how? Like they might win one or two games in that division at most, but bro, that what you have them going? What was your uh record? Uh, three, three and fourteen and I had them winning two of their games inside their division. Their out of division schedule is extremely tough. Oh my god. Um 
All right. Uh, second place, I guess. I guess I'll go Chargers, but I really want to go Broncos, but I just can't. So I guess I'll go Chargers. But like you said, man, something happens to Derwin James. It's like the whole defense is going to fall apart. But Even though Joey Bosa is a very good player. And Joey Bosa is a, is a magnificent player. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't really – I don't know, bro. I, I like both of those teams. That's the thing. I like the Broncos and the Chargers, but I just – I feel like both of those teams are incredibly limited, but the Chargers are a team like where if you told me they went nine and eight or they went, you know, 11 and six, I wouldn't like say you're lying. You I have them at nine and eight, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I, would, I, I wouldn't tell you you're lying. So it's just and the same thing. Well, I don't know if the Broncos can get to 11 wins, but I, I if they went to, if they were to go 10 and seven, I wouldn't be surprised either. So. It's extremely tough, um, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say Broncos second, please, for the sake of it. Just forget it. I'm gonna say Broncos, bro. But I I can see I can see either outcome. Broncos Chargers finishing the second. So that's it. B Jones, you good to go? Yeah, I'm good. Um, so um, I'm actually going Broncos last place. Um, no, nah, no way, dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Ain't no way. Let me explain, bro. Let me explain. Um, as my, you know, I was pretty high on the Broncos. I've been high on the Broncos for about two years. I like what they've been building. But I think the yeah, they, they're just. You can in, argue they have the best secondary in the league. I think they've just been so stagnant at the quarterback position. And when you start a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, you know what you're getting. He's like a Tyrod Taylor type of quarterback. So, and I think, I think in that type of offense, like you're going to be putting up 17 to 20 points a game. Now, mind you, their defense is very good and they can hold teams to less than 20 points per game. But I think when your your offensive ceiling is 20 points per game, there's only so many games that you can win, which would be at the most around nine, maybe 10 if you're lucky. So I think that they'll be around maybe nine, maybe eight wins. Um, I hear you on all of this, but you're wild for having them last. I got them last, bro. I got them last. I mean, the Raiders Uh, have to win eight games. I mean, the Raiders, at least I feel like they can put up enough points. Which is true, they can. How many how many games did the Waiters win last year? Like six or seven? No, they won. I think they went eight and eight last year. Exactly. So like I feel like they could do that again. Um But they won a lot of close games. Yeah. I, and they just beat the Chiefs. Starting Teddy Bridgewater just rubbed me the wrong way. So it, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it did. Me and Bink yeah. were pissed. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't I mean I don't know if he'll start for the whole year. But even if Drew Locke starts, he's shown that he's up. It's going to be hard to go back to Bridgewater just because the Broncos The first opened three up. games are, are not. Are not yeah, they, they opened up with the Giants, Jets, and Jaguars. Yeah. I'm just, I don't like the way that they've progressed from the point that I started to believe in them. Um, especially when you draft a guy like Jerry Jordy, you got Cortland Sutton, you got uh, KJ Hamlin, you put. Uh, and no offense, quarterback. Like, come on, now. you should have just drafted Justin Fields. If that's if you wanted to get a new quarterback, you should have just drafted one. Like, why would you? Right, sign they Teddy? traded for Bridgewater. The day. Yeah, why would you sign Teddy Bridgewater unless they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers, which they might be. But I mean, that doesn't really make sense to me. Just going to cash in this year. But enough about them. 
Um, the Raiders, I'm not high on them, but I think they'll pretty much do the same thing that they did last year. They'll win some games, they'll lose some games, but they're not really a serious team. I'm actually very high on the Chargers. Um, I like what I saw from Justin Herbert last year, and I think uh, bringing Derwin James back to that defense, I think that'll kind of add some good energy to that team um, because they did. There were some games that they should have won last year, but they lost because of their defense. I think. <laughs> that too um, but I think having Derwin James back um, I think their defense and also having uh, Brandon Staley which is a defensive based coach I think their defense will be better this year um, and then the Chiefs I mean they're the Chiefs nothing really much to say about them I think they'll come in first place but yeah uh, the Broncos just being in that division with Patrick Mahomes having Teddy Bridgewater quarterback mm, can't do it no sir I mean, when you put it like that, I'm not mad. But I don't think the Raiders are good at all. Yeah. They traded all their offensive linemen, too. And that that I forgot to mention that, bro. Dude, we it, was, it wasn't that long ago where we were talking about top five offensive lines and the Raiders were in the conversation with the Cowboys and the Packers. Trent Bounce in New England now. Rodney Hudson's in Arizona. I feel like they traded somebody else. But oh, like one of those dudes still left, bro. It's it's wild to me. But anyways, let's move on to the more interesting conference, I would say. Because when I when I think of the AFC, I think of the AFC is more top heavy. When I look at the NFC, it's like it's we wide gotta, open. It's wide open. Multitude of teams. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, because even last year you didn't. I mean, I mean, people have said Tampa, but like you thought the Saints where more of a lot to come out than Tampa. Yeah, I, once the, once the uh, Buccaneers lost to the Bears and Tom Brady threw up the floor, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. And they was getting smacked around by the Saints, too. I like the two more horn to say, I said Tampa. I don't know what I said. I said Tampa. Uh, yeah. I feel like I said it could be the Bucks, and I said something else. It sounds like something I would say. Um, I, I don't know. I could have said Bucks, but... Let's get into it, man. NFC. We're going to start with the NFC North because we're doing North, South, East, and West. That's the vision with the Packers, the Vikings, the Bears, and the Detroit Lions. I was going to forget. Uh, Bink, I'm going to start with you because you have an instant spin on this division. All right. Um, I'm going to say something that's changed about that. Some a little, One thing has changed. But uh, the Lions coming in last... Um, I like Dan Campbell. He seems like a coach that'll get you like amped up and ready to play for games. And I feel like coaches like that, the teams tend to overachieve a little bit. So I think the Lions might overachieve a little bit. But that that's not saying anything crazy, like win like four or five games, because team people are projecting them to win like one or two. Um coming in second, I have the Bears. I don't like Andy Dalton. Um I'm a Cowboys fan, so obviously I don't like him. And I mean, although he's gonna be not playing that much. <laughs> I don't really like the team. I mean, they lost Kyle Fuller, which was a big loss in the secondary. They're relying on basically rookies and second-year players in the cornerback room, and I don't love that. Um, coming in second, I have the Green Bay Packers, but I have them making the playoffs. I didn't at one point because their schedule is extremely tough. They play the NFC West and the AFC North, arguably the two toughest divisions in football. And this team, like if one, like one or two losses come in a row, the locker room could get rattled, especially that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both don't want to be there. 
Um, we don't know what's going on with the defense. They got a new defensive coordinator. So I do have them coming in second place, but I think I have, I have them making the playoffs as the sixth seed. And coming at first, I have the Vikings. I have them with the same record as the Packers, but they're getting a lot of new pieces back on defense. I like Michael Pierce. He's going to help in the run game. They signed Dalvin Tomlinson. They drafted a left tackle. Um, as you know, I, I love Jerry, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, I think Kirk is going to do enough for this team to make the playoffs and be the division winner. I just can't. First of all, how many primetime games have I just got? Because that's going to be, be my deal breaker right there. I know they play the Packers on primetime and they play the Cowboys on primetime. Yeah, that's enough right there. B. Jones, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I might have to disagree with Bank on this one. Um, I'm going to start from the top. I have the Packers one just because off of talent alone and the most experience, especially at the quarterback position. You got Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't think they're a serious contender for the title by any means, but I think they'll do enough to win this division. And I think that the other three teams, there's a significant drop-off between them and the Packers. Um, I have the Bears coming in second, but this is dependent on how long Andy Dalton is the starter. If he starts only the first three or four games, I think they have enough talent. And even though Justin Fields is a young quarterback, I think He'll make enough plays to get them into second place in this division. That doesn't necessarily mean that I think they're a playoff team, but I just I'm just not high on the Vikings at all. Um, I mean, you got Dalvin Cook there; he's a great player. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, the Vikings they weren't great last year, and their defense was very very bad. Um, and I don't think they got that much better. I mean, they kind of tried to redo their secondary, but they brought in Patrick Peterson, who's an aging player that's not the same player that he used to be, and they brought in Bashar Breeland. I mean, he's a okay number two guy, and they brought back Mackenzie Alexander. Okay. Cool. I didn't mention Daniel Hunter's coming back, one of the best dead rushers in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll be in third place in this division, though. Um, the Lions, they'll be in last. I don't have to say anything more about them. For sure. Um, so I have I have mine is similar to Bing, but I think the Packers are gonna win a division. Um, I mean, what Bink has said is some of the stuff is true, but I mean they've been really, really good under Matt LaFleur, at least in the regular season. We have to see no. mm-hmm. regular season. Yeah, so, so. they're like They've been a good regular season team, like the Utah Jazz. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. I think the Packers, they can win a division. Um, the Vikings, I, I, I got the Vikings in second place. Uh, the continuity's always been there pretty much. They had the same kind of like core guys. Um, and I, I actually like Mike Zimmer. A lot of people don't really like Mike Zimmer. I'm a Mike Zimmer type of dude. But um, yeah, Bing mentioned they got pieces coming back. Um, some, some key opt-outs. Michael Pierce is definitely a big deal for them. At least for that team. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Vikings, they've always been a competitive type of team. It just is always depending on Kirk Cousins. And I know they want to get off of him, but, I mean, he he cool enough for them to finish second in that division. Um, but I can see the Bears uh, potentially being second. But I, I to me, the Bears, it depends on when Fields get in there. So that's a, that's a question mark. So it's a to-be-determined type of thing. Um, and I'm really high on Justin Fields. I, I saw him, you know, play in person a couple times. Uh, guy's a baller, bro. I don't think he's that prototypical one-read QB. 
did you see come out of Ohio State because he wasn't even recruited there. He went to Georgia. But, yeah, I like him, man. Whenever he gets his time to shine, he's going to definitely do that. Uh, then last place, I got the Lions, and it's just strictly because uh, of talent. They don't, they just don't have a lot of talent. Now, they got Jared Goff. Uh, Sean McVay squeezed every ounce that he could out of Jared Goff. Also got him paid. Um, but I just, I just don't see it, bro. I just, I like DeAndre Swift. He's cool. Hawkinson's solid, but I just don't. That roster, uh, Matt Patricia just made a mess with that team, man. It's gonna take a while to get cleaned up, man. For you know, them to get some talent in there. It's just not a not a good, well-run organization. But um, I think their coach Dan Campbell, he'll he'll be solid. But I gotta give him some more time. But yeah, it's not really a good, well put together team. Man. Just not enough talent. Uh, let's move on to the NFC South. That is the division with the Atlanta Falcons, the reigning Super Bowl champ, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, New Orleans Saints. And the Carolina Panthers. This should be interesting to talk about. Uh, B. Jones, let's start with you. Yeah, I got, I got the Buccaneers winning this division pretty comfortably. Um, as long as Tom Brady is healthy, I think they should win this division comfortably. Um, not really much more to say about them. Uh, I mean, they like like we've spoken before in previous uh, divisions, continuity is really the key here. Um I think they brought back at least 20 of their starters. They brought back, they brought back all of them. Oh, all of them. Okay. They uh, bring back all 22 starters in this house. Okay. Yeah, so I think they'll be back. That, that doesn't necessarily think, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean I think they'll repeat. But as far as the division goes, I think they'll, I think they'll pretty win that pretty handily. Uh, second place. <sighs> The Saints, I guess, but I think they'll be like nine and eight, maybe even eight and nine. I don't really see them really being the Saints that we're used to seeing uh, from the past few years, even though Drew Brees didn't really have the arm strength that he did in previous years. This was just a pretty solid team overall. Um, So, but also, they have questions at the number two cornerback uh, position on their defense. They never really filled their spot. Um, Janoris Jenkins was there last year, but they never brought anybody to, to replace him. So we'll have to watch how that goes throughout the season. Um, but yeah, I just don't see this team. And also, Michael Thomas will miss the first few weeks of the season. Um, he never really played that much last year either. But, I mean, I think that when you're going into the a season where you're missing Drew Brees, who's been a, a constant in your offense for so many years, and then your number one receiver is Marquez Callaway. I mean, you still got Alvin Kamara there, but it's just not just not the Saints that we're used to seeing. So I think they'll take a step back. They might be able to sneak into the playoffs, maybe. But we'll see. Um, and then I think third... Hmm, I don't know who to pick between the Carolina Panthers and the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the Falcons, I feel like the Falcons are, they're just like a perennial, like seven or eight win team. Like they might start out the season slow, but they just always have enough talent to kind of fight their way back. But I think the Carolina Panthers are kind of similar in talent level with the Falcons now, but I think that the Panthers will just play harder. So I guess I'll go with the Panthers third place in the division and the Falcons fourth. 
But like when you say fourth, you mean like a seven win type of Yeah, like a seven win. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there'll be like a three or any three or four win type of teams in this division. I think at the least, I think whoever comes in fourth place will have seven wins, maybe six. At six the at the worst, yeah. I yeah. got that too. Yeah. Uh let's go to you. All right. Um coming in last, I have the Falcons. Same thing B. Jones said. I had them winning seven games. Um this team isn't really special anymore. I mean, they made the Super Bowl, which seems like a long time ago. But yeah, they're not special anymore. Um, coming in third place, um, I have the New Orleans Saints. I also have them winning like around nine games, though. But I have them in third mainly because I thought this team was a playoff team. But then, unfortunately, Hurricane Ida hit them and a loss of their home stadium and them not being there for what seems like the first month of the season is, I think is really going to be the downfall of this team. Coming in second place, and this is my this is this is my other team. I have a lot of confidence in this team. I love the coaching staff at the Carolina Panthers. Um, I think they could sneak into the playoffs as a seventh seed. I really like what they're doing offensively. Um, I love DJ Moore. I like Robbie Anderson. Terrace Marshall's cool. David Moore's cool. Obviously, getting Christian McCaffrey back. I don't think Sam Darnold has to be this great guy to win games for them. I think he could just be like a game manager, even still be like a bottom 28, 27 quarterback. And I think they could still win games. I love what they're doing defensively. They brought in my favorite draft prospect in J.C. Horn. Um, they have Derek Brown from last year. I think Brian Burns is prime to break out. He only got like eight sacks last year, but he only played like 70, like 69% of the snaps or something like that. Um of the other edge, you bring in Hassan Reddick. I like the secondary. As I mentioned, J.C. Horn, A.J. Boye is there now. I feel like I'm missing a guy. Dante Jackson is the guy I'm missing. And, yeah, I just really like this team going to next year. I think they can sneak into the playoffs as a seventh seed. Yep, I got the same exact uh, order as Bink. Um, Buccaneers, um, yeah, first team in the Sally Cap era to return all 22 starters from a Super Bowl winning team, so... It's never been done. Uh, yeah, barring any, barring Tom Brady get injured, they'll, they'll win a division and pretty convincingly, I think. Uh, Panthers, man, I know it's a surprise. It doesn't really sound right. doesn't really sound sexy or all that popular, but I like Bink, man. I like this I like this team. I like this coaching staff. I like Matt Rule. Um, I like um, offensive coordinator Joe Brady. I don't even say his name. <laughs> I like him. Um, <laughs> I potentially think that Bengals coach Zach Taylor can get fired and Joe Brady will be the Bengals coach next year. I can see that. Um, but yeah, as Bink said, Sam Donald doesn't have to be spectacular. He just has to be competent. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to. I don't think he has to do too much. I think Joe Brady can scheme things up for him. And if that offense remains healthy, I think I think they could be a really, really good offense. They didn't win a one score game last year. That's going to change. And who was their quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater, so that's part of it. But I like I like this team. Um, they got a young, hungry defense. I just think this team is going to be good and, and surprise a lot of people. So I, I like the Pandas to to take a leap this year. Uh, maybe not make the playoffs, but um, I like them to take a leap and just finish second in that division. Uh, I got the Saints at third. First of all, I want to say I am happy for Jameis Winston um, to get that starting gig. Um, it, it first of all, it made more sense you know, for him to start than Taysom Hill to start. But I'm just happy for him overall. Uh, me and B. Jones really high on Alvin Kamara, but this team it just doesn't have 
a lot of stuff on offense. Um, I think Sean Payton's, you know, really smart, but they just, just don't have a lot of talent on their offense, especially with Michael Thomas being hurt um, for the first part of the season. So that's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be some things for them to have to overcome. And then the Falcons, um, you know, they're like, it's, they're a team that's going to compete. They're going, they're going to uh, put up numbers. Matt Ryan going to put up numbers. Um, I think they could potentially be sneaky. Uh, I like Kyle Pitts. I just got to see it, but I just don't. I don't know, man. I, it's like, I, I want to see what Arthur Smith does. Because usually I say, oh, this is a Dan Quinn coach team. But Dan Quinn is gone. So maybe Arthur Smith could show me something. And, you know, show some of those principles from the Titans. But we'll see. I just, But overall, I think the division is going to be really, really competitive. So, yeah. Um, Next division. <laughs> Fun division to talk about. Best division in football. No, it's not. The last division of football. <laughs> And since I don't have my thoughts together, we're going to talk about the NFC East. Bing, we're going to start with you since you think this is the best division. You're going to start it off. All right. That was obviously a joke. The best division is the NFC West. But coming in last, I have the Eagles. I don't like Nick Sirianni. I don't even know if they trust Jalen Hurts. I wouldn't be shocked if the Gardner Minshew saw some time to start. Defensively, they're aging. They still have good players. They have Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Darius Slay. But they're all aging and on the back end of their career. Same with the offensive line. They have Brandon Brooks. They have, I'm missing somebody, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson. But they're all on the back end of their career. And I don't really trust this team to do much of anything next season. The secondary is horrible. But moving on, I have the Giants um, coming in third in this division. And I don't want to say it's because of Daniel Jones, but it mainly is because of Daniel Jones. Um, the defense, it... It overachieved last season, in my opinion, and I think the only way there for their defense to go is kind of regress a little bit. Um, offensive line still sucks, and you're getting Daniel Jones all these weapons. I mean, he already had pretty good weapons with Sterling Shepard and um, Darius Slayton, but then you go out and draft Kadarius Tony, you get Kenny Galladay, you get Kyle Rudolph, but you still don't have an offensive line. Your left tackle is a revolving door with Andrew Thomas, and I just don't trust this team to do much of anything next season. Come in second, and it is tough between second and first, in my opinion. But coming in second, uh, I have to go with the Washington football team. Um, their defense is their defense is legit. Their defense is top five, but offensively, it kind of scares me a little bit. It's not even the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing, but knock on wood, they're tearing McLaurin injury away from being having one of the worst receiver groups in football. And I don't really trust the receiving room outside of McLaurin. I mean, Curtis Samuel, he's cool. But like I said about Fitzpatrick, he'll take the chances and sometimes it might burn you. And also the offensive line. I mean, the offensive line is solid. The offensive line is solid. I'll say that. I'll leave it with that. And coming in first out of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Bink is a Cowboys fan, just to let the audience know. This is a team that's getting Dak back and they went 6-10 and 10 without him and almost won a division, but the division was way worse than it is this year. They're getting offensive linemen back, although Zach Martin's going to be out week one. They're getting Zach Martin back, Tyron Smith back, Leo Collins back. That's going to be a big difference. The defense, we've seen with other teams, like the Titans, the defense doesn't have to be spectacular for you to win games. It, it is a help, but they could get situational stops. And so many people last year, like Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vanderesh, were playing at a career worse. And from playing at a career worse with Mike Nolan, 
who basically wasn't even a defensive coordinator, coming to Dan Quinn, although I don't trust him fully, it's nowhere else for you to go but up. But we've seen under Dan Quinn, linebackers like Deion Jones, and even towards the towards last year, um, Foyasade Aluakon, we've seen guys like that play with their career best under Dan Quinn. So I don't think Jalen Smith and Leon Vanderas are going to play that bad again, especially bringing in Micah Parsons, who can rush off the edge. He can be a run stopper. He's just a really athletic player. So I think the defense will be solid. The secondary sucks, but I think Donovan Wilson, he's a safety. Watch out for him this year. Um, I don't think he's going to be anything great, but maybe like a top 20 safety in football. And I think the defense will be solid enough to at least win the NFC East. Hold on, bro. You said not anything great, but then you said top 20 safety. You do know there's two safeties per team to start. Top 20 strong safety. Top 20 strong safety. (laughs) All right, B. Jones, what's your thoughts on the NFC East? I'm very, very intrigued to hear what you got. Yeah, I have the Eagles last. I just don't like the way the team is constructed, starting with the head coach. I don't like the hire. Um, Jalen Hurts at quarterback, they've shown that they don't really believe in him. I think that he could be something, but I don't think they really believe in him. Um, not a big fan of Jalen Rager. Uh, who did those? They picked up somebody else. That they picked Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. I like him, but I'm not a fan of Jalen Rager. Um, Miles Sanders is okay. I don't really know if he's like a bell cow running back that can kind of carry your offense. Don't even try to make him a bell cow. Yeah, I think they need to bring somebody else in to kind of supplement him. Um, And uh, their defense, I mean, I feel like their defense has had the same issues for the past five years. It's always been secondary, secondary, secondary. And even though they added Darius Slay last year, it didn't really get much better. So... And for all those reasons, I have them in last place. Um, the Giants have them in third place. Um, I think they'll kind of be around what they were last year. Uh, where they won like five or six games, they might get up to seven last year. I think Dan- I don't believe in Daniel Jones at all. I think there's he's kind of a quarterback, kind of how I mentioned with Teddy Bridgewater. There's a ceiling to when he's a quarterback. Uh, he's the quarterback of your team. Doesn't matter who you put around them. Um, they added some pieces. They'll get Saquon back. They added Kenny Galladay, um, added Kadarius Tony in the draft. But I still, I mean, Daniel Jones, I don't believe in him. So I think they'll be around seven win team. Uh, the Cowboys, I think they'll be second. Uh, Bink said that they'll be a six win team, even though that they were a six win team last year, even though they added Dak back. Before Dad got hurt, they weren't a good football team. And that was mainly because of the defense. Um, I think that defense will be better this year. I like Micah Parsons. But, I mean, just in the Mike McCarthy era, we haven't really seen much from them. So My argument that- to um, the early in the season is it was a bunch of one-score games against really good teams like the Rams, Seattle. Uh, no, that Falcons game, y'all were down. I don't, I don't want to talk about the Falcons game. Uh, but specifically yeah, yeah. the Rams and Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Seattle, we could have won at the last second. The Rams, we're, we're Jalen Ramsey taking acting classes away yeah, yeah, in that yeah, game. That's true, that's true. Yeah, that's true, but... Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't have them necessarily being a bad team. Maybe eight yeah. or nine wins, but I don't have them being like eleven or twelve win team. Yeah, I can see that. If stuff don't break away. And then Washington, I have them first, and this is mainly because of the strength on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and they also, well, the front seven has been good for the past few years, and then they actually got 
two solid cornerbacks. You got Kendall Fuller and William Jackson, two different guys that depending on the matchups that you can switch up inter- interchangeably. I feel like in the past few years, they just had one decent cornerback and the rest was just like kind of makeshift. So I think that helps out their defense. Safety, that's still a question mark. Um, not really the biggest fan of Landon Collins on that team. And then after that, the depth behind them is kind of shaky. But I think that they have enough on the defensive side of the ball to win ball games. As far as Ryan Fitzpatrick goes, I think, I mean, we saw what he was doing with the Dolphins last year. And I think he can kind of do the same thing with this Washington team. Um, because, I mean, if you think about it, both of these teams are kind of built similar. Uh, the Dolphins last year didn't really have, like, they didn't really have any explosive talent on offense, but Ryan Fitzpatrick made it work. And here he'll have uh, Antonio Gibson and um, Terry McLaurin, and they had a great defensive uh, unit. So I think, I mean, I don't think they'll be like a 12 or 11 win team, but I think they can win 10 or nine games and win this division. Uh, Mike, before you start, the one thing I want to say is the difference between the football team and the Cowboys for me is that the football team are playing behind a first place schedule while the Cowboys are playing behind a third place. I was going to get into that. Oh, this is tough. Um, but not fourth and third. This is easy. Uh, same thing you guys said. Um, I don't even know. I don't. I, I swear a lot of you now, I don't know the Eagles coach name. I, hmm. I don't, Sirianni. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know his name. After you said that. Um, it's, it's not a knock on him. It's just like they just hired the dude just because. And he was nothing big on the Colts. I don't even know what his job description was on the Colts. It's just like I don't. I didn't get the hire. I, I didn't get it. I mean, I, I know Doug Peterson and kind of grew stale with that team, but at the same time, it's like go get somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like. It just, I, it just, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting them to hire him. So I'll just say that. But the team's not good. The defense has always been like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and a bus. Like it's, it's literally just been those guys. And it's just, I don't know. The team is weird. The team is just in a limbo. Like Jalen Hurts. I mean, I like him, but the Eagles like him, like you guys said. Uh, Giants, I don't want to say everything exactly what you guys just said, but yeah, when you mix a poor offensive line with a, a already a turnover prone QB, it just it just can't mix. And like they they did all this luxury stuff. They they drafted a sexy Ferrari fast receiver. They signed Kenny Galladay. I don't know why, but I don't. I just can't see it for the Giants. I don't know Daniel Jones. Like B. John said, it's a ceiling with him and. I don't even want I feel crazy to, I mean it's not crazy it's not a hot take to say this but uh, if he was a different skin color would he have this long of a leash just being straight up just being straight up um huh, second place and I feel like these these can and I feel like it might come down to those key games at the end of the season where the football team have their last five games on all division games so this could be really, really key. But in second place, I got the Washington football team. Um, like Bink said, it's a first place schedule. So that that's gonna tell me how how good they are. Because a lot of people have, you know, spoken, you know, the division was bad, it was poor. And I always say to those people, but it all depends on how you look at it. They started off one and five. That was after they won their first game of the season. 
and that was with Dwayne Haskins. It, it was really how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do think the football team have the best coach in this division, and it's not even that close. So that could propel them to possibly winning the division. But no team in the NFC East has won a division in back-to-back years since 03 and 04. So I I don't know. I may, maybe history can change, but obviously I love the defense. Obviously, everybody knows how I feel about Chase Young. Everybody knows I love the rest of the defense. I, it's a good team. It's a good unit. But I don't know. I don't know. But um, first place, I'm going to say Dallas Cowboys just because. Well, it should be the Cowboys. And another thing is they they have the quarterback that I trust the most. And that is the most important position in all of pro sports. But by far the most important position in uh, uh, in the NFL. So I trust that. And I'm going to I will lean on that as I'm making my prediction. But I'm not putting no money on this. So. Just just for people that want to know. I ain't put no money on this, but uh, I'm going to say the Cowboys just because I trust that quarterback situation, and I trust that offense, too. The offense was really putting up a lot of points and some some really, really good numbers last year. Like it, They put up some good numbers. If the defense is just solid and they just get key stops, they'll be cool. But uh, me and my dad told you guys Mike Nolan was a bad defensive coordinator. <laughs> He said on my podcast that he sucks and his schemes are outdated and stuff like that. He said he was bad in the 90s. So, of course, he's going to be bad in the year 2020. So, but I think Dan Quinn is better as a D coordinator than he is a head coach. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say the Cowboys to win the division. Um, but I could see the football team in the mix. Like I said, their last five games are all division games. But they have a first place schedule. And this division also plays the AFC West this year. So, good luck. Um, let's move on to the last division, which is the best division in pro football. I think that is a consensus between the three of us and it should be a consensus for the rest of the world. Um, but that is the NFC West. Let me start this one. Yeah, go ahead, B. Jones. I was going to you, but let's get it. <sighs> All right, man. I, mean, I knew we was going to be on here. So I've been thinking, I knew this would be the, the toughest division. So I've been thinking about this for the past week or so. I've been going back and forth about the Seattle Seahawks. Initially, I was like, I got the Seahawks at last. And, you know, you think about the Pete Carroll era, they, they've they usually been in contention. It's all for that one year. I think that was about two or three years ago uh, where they missed the playoffs. But I think they've been in the playoffs every year since then. But I saw something last year that I didn't like. Um, and I was mainly on the defensive side of the ball. They had one of the worst defensive units in football last year. And they didn't do anything to improve it uh, this offseason. They actually got worse. They lost their number one quarterback, cornerback, um, uh, Shaquille Griffin. So they didn't replace him. So now they're about to have their number two. And they lost Quentin Dunbar. I mean, he was hurt for most of the year last year. They but he tried was supposed to. to do them. Yeah, they. He was supposed they to be traded there. for Sidney Jones like a couple days ago, but he's nothing special. Yeah, Sidney Jones was bad as a number three cornerback in Philly. So, yeah, man, I got the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks in last, and that's mainly because of their depth at the cornerback or lack thereof at the cornerback position. I just don't like their defensive side of the ball. I mean, they have Russell Wilson, who I think is the best quarterback in this division. But even, I mean, they and they brought in a new offensive coordinator, but we saw 
towards the end of the season last year, their offense kind of tailed off. Um, it was just like, it was not really any sustain, sustained model of success. Like, it wasn't the run game. It wasn't the deep passing game. It was kind of just like, okay, Russell Wilson, make something happen. And that might be some that might be different this year, but I don't trust them on the defensive side of the ball in this tough of the in this tough of division. So I think they'll be in last place. I think they'll be like an eight or nine win team though. I have them in last place. Um I have the Cardinals in third. I think they should be in second, but I don't really trust Cliff Kingsbury as a coach. He just kind of makes a lot of questionable decisions that causes them to lose games, especially last year. They lost a few key games down the stretch, and that caused them to miss the playoffs, specifically the game against the Dolphins and the second game against the Rams, even though Kyler Murray got hurt. But they, I still think they should have won that game. Um, and then I have the San Francisco 49ers in second. I think they'll be healthier this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball, getting Nick Bosa back. They have some depth at cornerback now uh, in the secondary. I think they'll be very solid on that side of the ball. I don't – I mean, I think they're trying to play Jimmy Garoppolo the whole season. Um, I've also seen some two-quarterback system talk. But I think regardless of who is at quarterback, just because they have on the defense, I think there's more upside with Trey Lance, but I think it'll be kind of more uneven up and down play. So we'll just have to kind of see how that position plays out. But I think specifically off of the strength of their defense, I think that's enough to get them into second place. And then at first I have the LA Rams. I just like this team a lot. I like their team a lot. I mean, it's not, I like, the addition of Matthew Stafford adds way more upside to their offensive offensive side of the ball that we've seen in the past. He can push the ball downfield. They also added some more weapons. They have Deshaun Jackson. I mean, you don't know how many, more, how many games you're going to get out of him. Uh, the running back position is kind of up in the air because they lost Cam Akers. They brought in Sonny Michelle. I think even regardless of who they have at running back, I think the threat that Matthew Stafford adds to their pass offense, I think the run game will be more open than we'll see we'll have seen in the past. I mean, and then on the defensive side of the ball, they just got some dogs. They got Aaron Donald. They got Jalen Ramsey. I mean, and then the guys around them that they've built around them are dogs as well. So I just like that team a lot. So I have them at number one. Bink, let's go. It's very, very, very different. Um. Coming in last place, it's between two teams, in my opinion. But this might come as a shock. I have to go with the 49ers in last place. And it's nothing about their coaching staff or, quite honestly, even their offense. I think their defense might struggle. They lost to Forrest Buckner. Even though it was two years ago, This talking about the team that went to the Super Bowl, they lost to Forrest Buckner. Sherman was a big influence in their cornerback room. And their depth might have to get tested because you don't know how many games you're getting out of Jason Verrett, even though he's an arguable top 10 corner of football. You don't know how many games you're getting out of Jason Verrett. And I don't really like the safety room. I mean, Fred Warner is the best linebacker in football. You got Dre Greenlaw there. I'm kind of talking myself into putting this team in third a little bit. But yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the 49ers in fourth. And the thing for me with this division is that every team has to play each other. And that's the crazy part. Like, I think all four of these teams, all four of these teams could be playoff teams, but they just have to play each other. And I don't, I just don't like the 49ers' chances against some of the teams in their division, especially since you have three high-powered offenses there. Um, coming in second, I, I mean, third, I have the Arizona Cardinals. 
Cliff Kingsbury is getting fired after this season. And just because they they all have to play each other, I think the Cardinals might miss the playoffs, but it's very close between them and the 49ers for last place. And I'm talking about a last place team that has like eight or nine wins. Like this division is that stat. Um, coming in second, this will be a surprise. It's the, and I want to put them in first, but it's the LA Rams. And like you said, my questions with them aren't offensively. Defensively, they lost a lot and people don't like to talk about it. They lost John Johnson, who's a top 10 safety in football. They lost Troy Hill, I'll be arguably the best slot corner in football. And their second most productive edge guy, Michael Brockers, is out of there. But Aaron Donald's fine with that. But if there's any way to beat this team, it's just basically throwing away from Jalen Ramsey. And I think teams could probably figure that out. And the defense might. And they lost Brandon Staley, who's one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. So I think the defense might take a little bit of time to getting adjusted to those key losses. And I have them coming in second. Coming in first, obviously, I didn't talk about the team yet. It's the Seattle Seahawks. And B. Jones said their defense wasn't that good last year. But I kind of attribute that to the factor of Jamal Adams coming in so late in the season. He didn't have a camp. Um, obviously, I think their I think their pass rush is honestly underrated. And like B. Jones said, this team has been very consistent under the P. Carroll era. I think they could be the first place team in this tough division. I think their defense will look better than it did last year. I think their offense can look better under their new offensive coordinator. And I don't think the play calling will go as stale as it did last year. And I think this team might be a sneaky Super Bowl team. I really like the Seahawks. Oh boy, oh boy. I first want to say, if somebody told me anybody could win this division, well, besides the Cardinals, but if you say Seahawks or Rams or 49ers to win this division, I can't tell you you're wrong. But I my order is similar to B. Jones, but my last place team is the Arizona Cardinals. I just don't think Cliff Kingsbury is that is the guy. I just don't. Um, and they've also struggled to put a consistent number two wide receiver next to, well, I'm not even saying, I mean, it's only the second year of DeAndre Hopkins, but he hasn't had a compliment next to him yet. And they're trying to do that with AJ Green, but I don't see, I don't, I, in general, they haven't been doing good with a receiving court. They kind of lucked up getting DeAndre Hopkins in, in general anyways. They, they didn't have to give up a lot to acquire him. But I just don't, I just don't know the defense. I just don't know. I mean, the corners, I don't know about. Like, I mean, I like Byron Murphy, but I just don't. So I'm really, not really feeling that secondary. I mean, I like Buda Baker, but I just don't. They got a bunch of question marks to me, man. It's like, it's like a sexy team, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But um, third place, I got the Seahawks. Uh, just off the strength of Russell Wilson, they'll. They'll be they'll be a competitive team just off the strength of him, but I don't know, I don't know. And in second place, I might have to go with the 49ers. I've seen Kyle Shanahan do more with less, and now he's getting his tight end George Kittle back for hopefully a four year. I'm um, just getting some healthy guys back, and I think that could be key. But in first place, I got the same thing as B Jones. I got to go with the Rams, um, and. B. Jones, I hate to say this because this could be a bad thing, but the Rams are the team that I'm all in on this year. I know I had the Broncos last year, but that was due to injury, so we got to kind of put an asterisk next to it. No, a couple of years ago, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I was all in on them. Hmm. This year, I'm all in on the Rams. Uh, Matthew Stafford over Jared Goss is a significant upgrade. We saw 
Sean McVay get very, very frustrated with Jared Goff because he just couldn't, he just couldn't do it. He just couldn't do more. He just couldn't. He wasn't that guy. Yeah, he wasn't that guy, and he couldn't do like you know imp- improv stuff. He just couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wasn't good at improvision. So, um, but when you get Matthew Stafford, um, I, I think he got something to prove too. I think he got a chip on his shoulder. I like the fact they acquired Deshaun Jackson. When we look at Deshaun Jackson, when he was acquired to go to different places, he was kind of acquired to be uh, not. I want not not gonna say the guy, but like the one order number two guy. He was acquired. He don't have to be that here. He can be the slot guy. They got Cooper Cup and they got Robert Woods, so that should be good. And if he stays healthy, um, you know that's even more of a bonus. So I like that. Um, I just I just like Sean McVay. I've always liked Sean McVay. It's well documented. And it could be a little bit of bias, but I just think he'll have this offense humming. Um, he won't be Matthew Stafford is just a big thing for me, bro. It just really is. And I didn't even talk about the defense, but Matthew Stafford is just that much of an upgrade over Jared Goff. It, he's a leader. He's a bro. He's a baller, bro. And he was just he was just on a lion, so it's like, damn, bro. He's nice, but he on a lion, so it's like, is he really that nice? But I think he's that nice. And then the defense, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, those are you can you can say those are the two best defensive players in the league. So I just like that. And I think they'll win the division. I think they can possibly challenge the Buccaneers to come out of the NFC. But NFC is loaded. And it should be fun, man. But guys, thank you so much for joining. I'm gonna obviously add my predictions on the back half of this, but Guys, thank you so much um, for riding with me, for being here with the season preview. Was going to just do it with B. Jones, but B. Jones, he said, man, you have Bink on here so much. You might as well just have us three do it. And I thought that was a cool idea, man. So uh, thank you for that. And just thank you for coming on, B. Jones. I appreciate you, my guy. Anytime, bro. Always a good time. I think we've been riding, man. We've been doing, what is this, the fourth straight episode you're on? Yeah. Hey, y'all got finished that joint too. <laughs> yeah, we we was just gonna throw the defense on one episode, but but Ben okay. coming on again. Uh, appreciate you too, man. It's a lot of fun, a lot of different opinions. Yeah, it'll be a good season, man. I'm excited. Um, we've been waiting for this for so long. It's literally here, uh, probably four days away from when you guys will get this episode, but it's here, man. Uh, so again, thank both of you guys for coming on. And to my audience, I want to thank everybody for listening. You made it to the end of the episode. I really, really appreciate it. It's about a little bit over an hour. So not too long. Uh, It was a little shorter than I thought. So that's good. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for the continued love and support. I'm here with some of you guys, Mike Curry. And episode number 174 is done. Peace. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mike, here. And if you made it to the end of the episode, first of all, wherever you are, whether you're in the car, in your bedroom, at work, give yourself a big pat on the back, man. Whatever you're doing, man. Shout out to you guys. Uh, As you guys know, I did um, the season preview with B. Jones and Bink. And it was cool, man. We recorded this on Sunday night, Labor Day weekend. 
And I had a good time. I had a blast. Banks been on here the last couple of weeks. B. Jones hasn't been on here in a while. You know, we, me and B. Jones, that's our thing, the season preview. And shout out to him, man, because he told me, you know, how we usually do it. He was like, nah, you got to have Bink on there because he's been on the show. So it's only right. So shout out to him. Uh, that was, a, you know, him being thoughtful. So I appreciate it. But now I'm here and I want to give you guys my predictions straight up. And I want to give you guys um, some best bets and some NFL futures that I am currently on for this season for those who like to bet. So, yeah, man, if you made it this far, first of all, again, well, again, shout out to you. And, yeah, let's get into it. This is fun, man. It's crazy. But first game, we have the Thursday nighter, September the 9th, the Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, with the news of Zach Martin being out, I was already going to pick the Bucs anyway, but I, I view Zach Martin as the top three player on that team. You can argue he's the best player, and you can argue he's the best guard in pro football, along with Quentin Nelson. But the Bucks are the first team ever to be returning all 22 starters. The continuity is definitely there. They've been playing in the preseason. I expect them to win this game, uh, at least by double digits. But I'm going to say the Bucks to win this game. Sunday slate, we had the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Kind of been going back and forth about this game. Uh, both teams have uh, new coaches. Uh, we got Urban Meyer finally uh, in the pros. It's tough, man. It's really, really tough. But I'm going to pick the Jaguars for sacred predictions. I'm going to take the Jags. Next game, Chargers at Washington football team. This is a one I've been battling with myself about. And I'm probably going to change my mind even after I make this prediction. But I'm going to go with the Chargers. I hope Washington wins, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. Next game, Seahawks at Colts. I will talk about this game in a few minutes. Uh, but for a different reason, but I like the Seahawks to win this game. Next game, Jets at Panthers. Head coach Robert Sala is making his debut. He's going at Carolina. This is a revenge game for Sam Donald. I like the Panthers, man. This uh, Panthers are another team that I'm high on this year. I like the additions they've made. I like Matt Rule. I like J.C. Horn, who they picked up in the draft. Uh, they got Christian McCaffrey back. That should be good. They don't need Sam Donald to do too much. They just need him to be serviceable and be competent, and they'll be just fine. And we looked in college, man. We looked when Sam Darnold came out of college. He was really good. You know, a lot of people, when the Browns were picking first overall in that draft, we didn't know who they were going to pick, whether it was going to be Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, or even Josh Rosen that year. <laughs> but it's like it's, this, the talent is clearly there. The Jets just aren't a good functional organization. They're a dysfunctional organization. They just don't. It's just not a good good organization, period. It's no other way to put it. Uh, the offensive line was poor. They tried to address it with Makai Becton, but obviously it's a unit. You need five guys to block cohesively. Uh, but I like the Panthers, man. I like the Panthers this year. Maybe even putting something on their win total this year. Haven't done it yet, but it's possible. Next game, Vikings at Bengals. I'm going to take Minnesota. I like them. I like they getting Michael Pierce back on the D-line. That should give the Bengals offensive line trouble. They have uh, Daniil Hunter, who was banged up last year as well. Uh, he's one of the most underrated edge guys. They still got Anthony Barr. Still got a nice, solid team. Still solid defense, man. I like them to be able to get after Joe Burrow, who we know had that crazy injury last year. I like the Vikings, man. Give me the Vikings to beat the Bengals. Next game, Cardinals at Titans. I haven't even, I'm sitting there thinking about it. I haven't even picked a winner for this game. 
Uh, um, I'm gonna I'm pick the Titans, though. I'm gonna pick the Titans, man. I don't know who's gonna cover U- Julio. So I'm gonna say Julio. I don't know who's gonna cover Julio and who's gonna cover AJ Brown. And you have a guy that nobody wants to tackle in Derrick Henry. I like the Titans. Next game, 49ers at Lions. I like the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they have a tough division. They, they're in the best division in football. These are one of the wins that they have to get. They have to go out and get. I think you're going to see a sense of urgency from every team in this division. And the Cardinals, they, they could beat the Titans, but I'm still rolling with the Titans. But in this particular game, there's a sense of urgency. And the 49ers, they got to they gotta come out, and they got to come out hot. Uh, there's talks, you know, they, they drafted Trey Lance, you know, Jimmy G, is he on the clock? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But I like the 49ers to run the football. Uh, this this alliance team that just lacks a lot of talent. And I think the 49ers are going to do enough to win this game at bare minimum. Not even talking about covering the spread, but they're going to win this game. I like the 49ers to win and go 1-0. Next game, Steelers-Bills. This is a game I've been kind of struggling with, but I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be this be good this year. I talked about it in the season preview, uh, but I like the Bills, man. I got to go Buffalo. Next game, Eagles-Falcons. This is a tough one. Bit of a toss-up game. I'm going to go Atlanta, though. Uh, both teams have uh, new head coaches. Uh, so, obviously, this is going to be one of those wins that both coaches are vying to get. Uh, Falcons are at home. They should get the job done. I like Atlanta. Next game, Browns, Chiefs. I like the Chiefs here. Uh, they're a really good uh, regular season team early on uh, under Andy Reid. Uh, the Browns, I like the Browns. I think they're going to be good this year, but they have a lot of guys that they're incorporating onto the defensive side of the ball, and it's going to take a little bit of time to jail. Uh, but they could, if they can run the football effectively, they do have a chance in this game, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. Next game, Packers, Saints. I like the Packers in this game. We all know about the last dance and stuff like that, Aaron Rodgers and stuff. But I think this is a game they have to win. I don't think the Saints are going to be particularly good this year. Um, But I like the Packers, man. This game is in Jacksonville. We were supposed to be in New Orleans, but we all know about the hurricane. I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Next game. Broncos at Giants. Broncos are a team I'm really, really high on. I just think that the Giants offensive line will really struggle with this Broncos defensive line. They get the return of Von Miller. Uh, they also have Bradley Chubb. And on the back end, they have a really, really good uh, core corners. Secondary is good, period. Can't forget about Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. Uh, but they got picked up Sertain in the draft, picked up Kyle Fuller in the offseason, also signed Ronald Darby, uh, still got Bryce Callahan. They have a nice team, have a really good roster. And when you actually sit and think about it and just look at the team, I think the Broncos are going to take care of business. And, yeah, I'm going to take them to win this game. Next game, Dolphins at Patriots. Game I'm really, really struggling to pick. But I'm going to pick Belichick. <laughs> so I got the Patriots winning this one. Uh, I won't have any money on this game, though, for sure. Next game, Bears at Rams. I'm rocking with the Rams, man. They got Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay gets a shiny new toy, gets the Sean Jackson, who I want to reference. He had one of his better years in his career under Sean McVay. Uh, I want to say 2015, 2015 or 16, one of those years. Uh, but, yeah, I like the Rams. I like Matthew Stafford to come out and make a statement. Even though the Bears, this isn't the first time they've seen Matthew Stafford. Should be a good one on Sunday Night Football. I like the Rams to get it done, though. And the final game of Week 1, 
We have the Ravens at Raiders. I like the Ravens. I think this Raiders team is going to be a bad football team. It's kind of like a point of emphasis I'm trying to make. And I'm not trying to make it seem like just because I think the team is bad and they're not going to win. Because obviously they have to win games at some point. But I just don't think this is going to be it. Um, the Ravens, they are in a very tough division. They know they got the Browns on their heels. Steelers are still relevant. But I like the Ravens, man, to come out and flex on Monday Night Football primetime game. You know, Lamar likes to do. And the Ravens defense, Marcus Peters and guys talking trash. I like the Ravens to win this game and win this game by at least double digits. I want to move on to some of the best bets I have for the week. And... Uh, let's talk about it real quick. So, and shout out to Bink. He's been kind of helping me with some of these. But my first best bet against the spread is the Seahawks at Colts. I'm not really high on this Colts team at all. They kind of overachieved, in my opinion. The offensive line is the strength of their team. Constan Anthony Constanzo retired. Uh, they signed Eric Fisher, but he tore his Achilles last year. He's not going to be available. Had another left tackle get injured. And they're just... I don't know. They have Carson Wentz at QB. I think he's been. I mean, he's, he's obviously reunited with Frank Wright, but I just don't. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. Seahawks. They they let they let Russ cook early on. It's like in the middle of the season they kind of get away from it. But I like the Seahawks, man. They're in a tough division. They they have to start winning games. So I think they'll win this game and cover the two and a half point spread. I'm kind of mad I didn't get the line at the better part of it. But I like Seattle to cover the minus two and a half. Uh, I think they should be just fine. And shout out to my guy Romy talked about. It. They have a good player on every level of the defense. Jaron Reed, Bobby Wagner, and Jamal Adams, uh, who should be better in year two on this team. He got traded late in the offseason last year from the Jets to Seattle. Kind of had to really learn a lot of stuff on the fly. And they were kind of playing him a little out of position. Well, uh, the place, well, I would say where he likes to play, not more so out of position, but yeah, full off season. Uh, they're they're healthy coming into this game too, the more healthy team. So I like Seattle to win and cover the two and a half point spread. Uh, another game, another best bet I have is the Broncos and the Giants to go under forty two and a half. I might also parlay that with the the um the Broncos minus two and a half. I like the Broncos. I like their defense. But when you look at it, these are two teams that they don't have explosive offenses. They don't have explosive quarterbacks. We've seen Daniel Jones make a couple of runs and stuff like that. But that offensive line is really, really bad. And it's going to be a problem. Giants defense was good as well last year. I can't really see Teddy Bridgewater pushing the ball a lot too. I mean, they do got some nice weapons. Got Corlin Sutton coming back. Obviously drafted Jerry Judy last year. But I think this game is going to be a low-scoring affair. <laughs> Bink jokes around. He says this game, the final score is going to be 18-13. to 13. I want to say I see about maybe a 2013 type of win for the Broncos, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, definitely see this game going under 42 and a half. And the last game, haven't bet this game because the place where I shopped to bet took this game off the board. But it is the Ravens at Las Vegas Raiders. Now, come on, guys. Let's think about it. The, Ra the Ravens are clearly better, and that doesn't always mean the team is going to cover, but I see the Ravens covering this game with no problem, winning this game by double digits. This team is bad. This offensive line is, they got rid of all those guys. Rodney Hudson, um, uh, Trent Brown is also gone. They this 
I don't think there's going to be a good recipe for success with the Raiders. They kind of like just threw a lot of pieces together. They still have Darren Waller, still have Derek Carr. Henry Ruggs didn't have a – he had a lackluster rookie year. Uh, they got – they cut John Brown. They got Willie Sneed. So I don't, I don't know what's up, bro. I really don't know what's up. But I like the Ravens to come in and show show uh, show up and show out and definitely cover this four-and-a-half-point spread. Those are my three best bets. And now I'm going to give you my futures for the 2021 NFL season. So a couple of futures I've already placed kind of correlate with the stuff I've been talking about, but I like the Colts under eight and a half wins at plus 100. I also like it at nine. I'm probably going to double down. I like the Texans under four wins. This is a team without Deshaun Watson. I can't see them winning more than two games, so I like the under four. I also have money on the Titans to win a division at minus 110. I have Antonio Brown receiving yards over 700 and a half. Have Chase Young over eight and a half sacks. And those are the ones that I have already placed. Um, there's a couple of other ones that I lean on, such as the Raiders under seven, the Eagles under seven, um, Lamar Jackson, just a flyer on his uh, over rushing yards and uh, the flyer on him to win MVP. Also like a flyer on Dak Prescott to win MVP just because he has the storyline and stuff like that. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I like his scrimmage yards. I like Alvin Kamara over 1,500 and a half yards, uh, scrimmage yards, and even some money on him for offensive player of the year. TJ Hawkinson's yards because that correlates with Jared Goff likes to throw the ball to his tight ends. So he should definitely do a lot of work this year, as well as DeAndre Swift. Like Odell Beckham, I think he's going to have a resurgent year, and his yards is like at 922. Let's not forget, man, it's Odell Beckham Jr. If he's healthy, we have an extra game as well to get those 1,000 yards. I could definitely see it, but I'd like him to get to at least 925. I'll say that. Logan Thomas, I like his yards. He had a good year. It was really his first full year getting those tight end reps. And he got rewarded with a contract in the offseason. We know Fitzmagic likes to throw it to the tight ends. Um, There's pretty much a safety valve for all of the QBs on their roster. And like the rookie Elijah Moore's uh, receiving yards, as well as the rookie Michael Carter's rushing yards, because I think he's the most talented back in that running back room. And that is it, man. So I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. This is officially the end of episode number 174. I'm your host, Mike Curry. And best of luck if you're betting with me on any of these bets. And let's just enjoy this NFL season. It's going to be a hell of a season. I'm super, super excited. And, yeah, I'm done. Peace.